Take a seat, take a seat, and enjoy the podcast that is the top 10 listened to by people that know us directly. And personally, it's Is This What You Want? I am one of the hosts, Matt Big Cheese Jerky O'Brien. Across from me, on the couch, in our office, maybe there's a dog in the room, we'll mention that in a sec, is my co-host to this podcast which some would say has better opinions than Joe Rogan himself. We are talking about Is This What You Want with me and Julia, Yvonne, Chapman, Rutabaga, well, Slice of Pie, yep. Tumbleweed. Oh my God, you went way further than I did. Jackknife. Oh wow, Jackknife. Latkowitz. What's a jackknife? I don't know. I know Jackfruit. I know that's uh, jackknife sit-ups. That's a thing, oh, apparently. Boy. A jackknife. It's like a... The, uh, the number one thing that's coming up is like the exercise, not the actual knife. I guess a pocket knife. Yeah, jackknife. No one would call it like a Swiss Army knife a jackknife. I don't knife. know if I've ever said the word jackknife, and now I'm saying it, and I can't stop saying jackknife. Isn't that also like when you jackknife a boat into a fucking dock or something? <laughs> Like, ah, God, I jackknifed my now dad's boat into the dock. I'm just thinking of the, the comedian Knight. Um, uh, anyway, hi, everybody. It's me, Julia Ladkowitz. Uh, it's good to be here. Oh, boy. It has been a week. Every like, week we say that. Yeah. But th- uh, this this time, it's truly been and one you, of the craziest weeks of our lives. You're probably listening. You're like, well, are they creating, oh, my God, we had such a week for the podcast? I don't know. Maybe subconsciously we are. But it was uh, quite a week. Oh, Just my let God. That happen. That'll be fine. Listen, we got a dog, and now the dog is sitting on our new couch, which is off limits. Yes. Bear asshole pressed against the nice cushions. She is completely oblivious to how bare her asshole is to the world. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I, to, oh, you're just trying I to I don't want people to think that we're like cruel and don't let our dog on the couch because we do. But yeah. we have a couch in the office. It's like a new velvet one. And I'm trying to establish boundaries to be like, you ain't coming up on this. Now she's licking my feet. And she just hopped up and now she's just suckling on Matt's feet. Yes. Oh, and now she's rolling around biting his toes. <laughs> okay. It's going to be a wild episode. Um, <laughs> yes, we did get the dog. Is that Where did we leave off with? We were going we to like, oh, we're going to... We got the dog. No, we we no, we left. Yeah, we left off saying the dog was coming. I, <laughs> you've never bitten my toes like that. What's happening? Because we're not paying attention, her. So now she's just biting Matt's hideous toes. Hey, come on. Maybe she's like, please don't do a podcast. There's too many out there. Who needs two more comedians talking about God Our knows what? To who knows who? Hate. You know what? Maybe this is Joe Rogan reincarnated. Into a yes. little dog. It is possible for people that are still alive to reincarnate in other things, right? <laughs> That's, uh, this is our dog. Yeah, Joe, Joe Rogan's Rogan. been taking fucking horse tranquilizers and now he's been able to like shape shift. Yeah, he's transcended <laughs> uh, planes of existence and now he's beamed himself into our dog's brain. Um, that's the world's biggest nightmare is that you're like, oh my, imagine we lived in a world where like Joe Rogan beam his consciousness into anything at any point. And you don't know until and it's too late. you don't know until it's too late and you're using your toothbrush and all of a sudden your toothbrush is Joe Rogan. And he's and like, you've been rogan You got rogan and it just starts like stabbing you in the eye. Okay. So we left off saying, we're like, we're going to get the dog and Matt's going, um, to Toronto for this 
callback thing, for this yeah. audition thing. And boy, howdy, the dog came and the dog is here. I don't even know how to like ramp into this. Yes, we got uh, Shangela. I feel, I feel like that needs to, I think we just need to like talk about other stuff first. Uh, and then kind of enter into like warm and fuzzy and cold and stabby. That's why like most professional podcasts would plan things ahead. But we dive in ass first, forehead, also forehead first at the same time. Picture a person diving ass and forehead first into something. Hmm. That's the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> See, you did picture it. I did, and it uh, made me smile. It would literally take us two seconds to grab an, a pen and paper and jot out what we're going to talk about, but it has not happened yet because I think that would feel like too much work. Also, that's most of my career in entertainment is I just do things without jotting them down first it's, it's, with no planning. I mean, yes. And? And it's just interesting. So much of my life, I do. I am a planner. Like I will, you know, Google the restaurant and find the perfect place forever. Like I, I'm so I zone in so much on certain things. Yeah. That I feel like for this podcast, I'm like, I just want to fucking talk. Yeah, because it's no pressure. Because you feel like if you plan something and you don't uh, achieve what you're planning, that you're letting yourself down. But then sometimes the planning takes the pressure off because you're like, oh, I have a plan going into this, and then. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a script. We're not like, hello, Matt. How are you today? I would love if we had a script. We should write a script for the next podcast, at least for the first like five minutes. What if it was revealed that the f- the last 50 episodes were completely scripted? Huh. Everything was scripted. We were never in Canada. Uh, the pandemic had, didn't happen. <laughs> uh, this is... Wait. Okay. I know yeah. you're just being stupid now, but now I have a good idea. So Uh-oh. shut up. Uh, <laughs> we should... That should be a new fucking segment where for five minutes... It's we we each each week we take turns writing a script. Yeah. And then we read it as like as if uh, it's a scripted portion of our podcast. This might happen once. It's going to happen. Okay. I'm going to write it tonight for next week. Okay. So we're going to have one scripted portion yes. of the podcast. And it could be anything. It could, could be a vaudeville be act. It could anything. be uh 1960s drug fueled. But you won't know it. Across until America road trip. Like the other person, you'll, you'll, you won't have seen the script until you read it during the podcast. Interesting. Don't worry. I'm not going to make you be I'm like... I'm mad and I'm a stupid idiot and I yeah. suck my own farts. That's what every script's going to be. Well, shit. I suck the yeah. farts out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> every character sucks the farts out of their own ass and it's going to be me every time. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, that could be something. Get the old creative juices flowing, which I, I hate when people say, oh, the old juices, my creative juices. Get your juices out of here. I don't know about the juices. I know it's interesting when creativity flows because it's all like inertia. Am I using that right? Maybe like you need momentum. I ain't no scientist. And it's hard to find the momentum to yes. keep going. But like, yeah, that's why I don't picture creativity as a juice. I picture it as gears like they're moving or like a gust of wind. Oh, you picture wind. Interesting. Like a big gust of wind because that wind gets stuff moving and then in turn gets other stuff moving. It's like a domino effect. So you have creative windmills in your brain and you're waiting for the creativity to blow upon them. Yeah. And rotate them. Exactly. And some would say, what's at the bottom of those windmills could be juice. We don't know. Has anyone made a drink called creative juice and get the juices flowing with creative 
creative the juice there's creative everything i remember there was like creative weed and because i was like in such a slump i'm like i need to write more i'm like let me get this like chill strain of like creative weed it was literally called like create yeah and i had a little hoot of it and i sat down at my computer and then I had like a four-hour nap. I'm like, this yeah. is—it's bad. It's not working. Any weed that they're like, oh, this is sativa. This will get you thinking and not sleepy. It's like, wow, I, sativa makes me feel high, an inch down below my skin, <laughs> and then my outside is not high. So it's like my innards are high, my outside's not high. I feel very fucked. I feel like I'm full of bees. Yeah. Sativa is like, you want to feel like you're full of fucking bees. And then Indica, you're just all like, ah, I'm just going to fucking lay yeah. back and watch a dog ride a motorcycle, you know? Yeah. Indica, I feel like complete lotion. I am lotion. I'm Mr. Lotion, and I'm slopping around. I feel like Mr. Lotion right now. We're, um, <laughs> we, I, yeah, I just feel maybe it has been an, a week, one week since we got this dog. Yep. And boy, what a week it has been. And I think I'm realizing now, I'm like, oh, yeah, I haven't fully had the best sleeps or just or just fully been able to relax yep and we are oh by the way happy chappy hour everybody that's what we should get into first happy chappy hour everyone the one and only happy hour dedicated to the worst robot movie of all time chappy uh today we are chapping um a beautiful prosecco a kirkland brand Prosecco. It's actually been? good. If you're in Canada, I guess you're like, what do you mean Kirkland brand Prosecco? Right. They don't got no booze in those fucking Costco's up there, man. It's good though. It it has like a purple label. It's like six ninety nine. And you know yep. what? As far as cheap Proseccos go, it's one of the best. Tastes great. That's, it's not like sweet or gross. Nope. It doesn't give you a headache. Nope. Any wine, if you're ever, if you're Canadian, you're visiting the States, go to fucking Costco and get some fucking cheap wine if you got your Costco membership. Why it's not? Nice. It's a nice time. And uh, yeah, we're, we're having a bit of Prosecco because our dear friend Rebecca Kohler came over today for yes. our first ever like puppy play date. Yes. Maybe we should get into that after. Should we get into that after? Should we intro the dog first? The whole Let's intro the dog process first because I'm sure more people want to hear that. I know, but I'm just saying why we're drinking Prosecco That's and then right. we'll, and then we'll go back. Okay. Sometimes, you know, in shows when they do that, like in the show damages, they show you basically like the outcome and then they work back and then it keeps you being like, okay, well, how did it get to that point? I do like when shows do that. I like when a show it's like episode one and someone's bleeding from the chest and they're like, I knew I shouldn't have dressed them and I shouldn't have ate all those caramels. And you're like, whoa, those are two very different things. Car- what happened? So, some people say caramel. Some people say Caramel. Car- caramels? Caramels by caramels. the... No, caramel by the sea. Isn't that where Big Little lies? That's Carmel. Carmel. Caramel. No. Caramel by the sea. Oh, I just woke up the dog and I made that oh, Big Little Oh, guys, and I still have a bit of a fucking rash. I don't... It's, it was gone Jesus. and now it's back and my face is itchy. Yeah, what is this? A rash cast? <laughs> hey, welcome to the rash cast where every week Julia gets a different rash in a it's different part of her body. It's the same rash that was dormant for a second and it came back. It's Let's pretend stress. it's new. It's a different variant. What would you don't call this? Don't say that I have a variant rash on my face. Well, you know, it's just a different version of the same thing. I don't know. I call this one itchy stabby. Itchy stabby. We got an itchy stabby on Julia. I'm happy to report I have no rashes. What's going on with my body? I'm going to rub every part of my rash. Oh, here's the thing that's you. wrong with me. Um, just so we can be like, here's what's wrong with you. Here's what's wrong with me. That could be a segment. Here's what's wrong with you. Here's, here's what's wrong with me. me. We Let's are all stupid have a, and we have to be. I got a pee. I got to get the sickness out. Um, I opened the closet door the other day to 
quickly. I thought it was going to give me more resistance and almost ripped one of my toenails <laughs> off. Um, that's what I got going on. It didn't. It just dinged. It it scuffed the top of the toes and then nicked the corner of one of my the middle toe, which you're like. The more I looked at it, I'm like, what the fuck are you even doing there? That's never a toe you look at. It's a at. bit of balance. If you, I swear, I'll chop off your middle toe and I'll, you'll topple right over. Sure. It's, I just, I've never spent so much time looking at my middle toe. Even the second last toe, which is weird. You're like, that's curved and a little weird. And then the baby toe, you're like, you're barely there. Get out of here. You barely have a toenail. And then the big toe is like, I Yeah, get my it. baby toe, toe is just like a squid. It's disgusting. It does look, mine does look like a squid, like a Super Mario Brothers squid yeah. in the like underwater level. Squid that's just been like boop, smushed boop, into a, uh, a hole that's too small. Yeah. Wait, what were we talking about? Chappy Hour, Prosecco, Kirkland. Yes, Kirkland. So the first puppy play date. Quickly, while, while we're having it, Rebecca came over um, because she has a small dog and I wanted to introduce them. Also, it was just Rebecca's birthday, so I made her a nice little birthday brunch. We had frittata. <sighs> it was nice. We had mimosas. And now we have a little bit of leftover Prosecco, so that's what we're chapping. Isn't that nice? But uh, yeah, let's get into... Um, I guess the entire warm and fuzzy for both of us is we got a dog. Right at the 13-minute mark. Is that unlucky? We will find out. We will find out. So we got a dog and oh my God. So let's let's cut to day one. So, okay, first of all, I'm in Toronto for this callback. Let me just say, because I had a few listeners, mainly one, Brian Hunter, went to high school with him. Again, I can't stress enough how much only people we know personally listen to this podcast. That's not true because there's people who don't know us personally listening right now being like, I feel left out. If you're listening to this podcast, we don't know you personally, we'll find you. And we're going to fucking We've hang out with you. We've already found them. They've messaged us. And we're going to find you and hang out with you and know you personally. And that's going to feel... Oh, God. We're the only podcast in town that will actually become your friend <laughs> and hang out with you. Don't say that. Regularly. Gonna, then our podcast is really going to pop off and we're going to have to hang out with so many uh, people. That was, that's why you have live shows. And then that counts as a hangout. Okay, fine. Listen, went to Toronto. Big callback. Possibly one of the biggest commercial callbacks of my entire life. It would have... Uh, of course it was. would have been a three-year exclusivity big money love it so much gold i'd be scrooge mcducking through they would have paid him in gold and um we would have lived in a gold house and i would have had gold teeth and our dog would have had a gold anus yes our dog would have the goldest anus and shit would just slide out of there um listen went there it was a fun time going to toronto um got to see some people uh friends got to do a show at comedy bar which is the best fucking comedy place in north america as far as i'm concerned a little bias on that anyway didn't get it didn't get the thing did not get the thing <laughs> four hours in the uh uh callback studio didn't get it uh the worst found- part is you found oh, are you going that yeah okay, i found talking. out i literally flew all the way back to la and then i was with the other people that also flew there for it our friends and uh, we're like i wonder if we're gonna find out we turn on our phones at the same time on the plane we all did not like, get it ding, ding, ding. we all immediately when we land in la they're like sorry rejected. Didn't get it. rejected like well that fucking sucks and it especially sucks because that's the day we were getting this dog and i had mentioned to the woman i was trying to push it back to yeah. you know sunday but she thought i was being flaky and i didn't you know care about this dog so i'm like fine friday's fine so the dog comes on friday it's the hottest day ever i was watching through the ring cam by the way were you did i tell you this no. Because you told me the dog was coming up yeah. and I was in my callback room and I was watching with Norm and we were like watching 
you receive the dog. It was very creepy. I'm like, we live in a weird world. I know. You're seeing me sit on the porch, literally journaling. I'm like, dear diary, yeah. today I get a dog. And I'm I like, oh my God, dog. the dog's here. And then I came out and I was like, oh my God. So she came back to the backyard with the dog and she had her dog too. And Shangela was just sort of like, Shangela was so nervous. Yeah. Like, so nervous and just like panting like crazy, like stress panting. And I'm like, oh, what to do? And, and then she, and then she left. And then the woman left and it was just me and Shangela and I took her for a couple little walks and I was like, I don't know. And then I just kind of kept her in the kitchen because I'm like, I don't, I don't know this dog at all. And also she's like, yeah, she's going to have to like learn the potty training. I'm like, I thought you said she was house trained. She's like, yeah, but she prefers pee pads and this. I'm like, okay. Oof. A lot of what this woman said, by the way, um, was a full lie. I think I touched on that last week yep. where I was like, hey, any behavioral issues? She's like, she pulls on the leash a bit. And did not mention her full-on separation anxiety and um, barking. Anyway, <laughs> we have fun. So, yeah, the first eight hours was me and Change, And it was kind of nice. At one point, like, she she calmed down. She wasn't panting so hard. She'd go in her little bed or, like, we had the crate. And she, the crate was, like, her little safe space. So she'd, like, crawl into it. Yeah. I'm like, this is great. I think it's going to be just fine after all. And then Matt came home. Yes. And I, I'm trying to remember, I was in such a daze when I showed up and I was like, okay, we have a dog now. And then it was like the first night and we yeah, were so like, Matt came home and met the dog and it was all fine. We it was fine. Her. She was a little nervous, a little skittish as you should be when you see a six foot three man with a mustache. You should always be a yeah. bit skittish. Listener, you should always be skittish. And everything I was reading was like, okay, when you get a new dog from like the shelter or rescue it's best to like crate them for the first couple nights. Yeah. And they're like, introduce the crate. So it makes it feel safe. So that's the thing all day that day I was introducing her to the crate. She was sleeping in it on her own. So I'm like, yeah. Oh great. She, she loves, loves the crate. Needs she the crate. Loves the crate. Gotta have crate. a crate. Blah, blah, blah. Great but, crate. And because the separation anxiety was so bad, like literally when I would, she'd be out of my sight, she would start to whine even though, or even, even when I wasn't out of her sight, I'd be on the other side of the gate in the kitchen and she'd be whining. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So we put her to bed in a little crate and she whines. I'm like, Oh God! Like a whine I've not heard before. Like a somebody squeezing a bagpipe with a fucking drill. Like it was weird. It was a weird whine, and I was like, "Oh my God, I don't know what to do." So then we like would like rearrange her bed a bit, make make sure she was comfortable. And by the way, she had gone out to pee like a thousand times before this, so I know she wasn't whining because she had yeah. to like, you know, use all the potty. And then everything I'm reading is like, ignore them. I know it's going to sound awful, but just got to get through that first night. Get through that first night and you'll be just fine. So we're ignoring her and then she stops her a bit and she starts. And it's literally like one of the worst nights of my life. Anyway, in the morning, we're like, we don't hear whining. And then we go to her. <laughs> we we open up the crate and it's full of shit. It's She's covered in shit. The second I open it, somehow I get shit all over me. <laughs> And I told Julia it looked like <laughs> like an alien crash to Earth, and I was removing them from their shit-filled spaceship. It's like a shit. <laughs> <laughs> and she was exhausted and tired, and I'm like, I "Oh my god, so and bad!" And also the re another reason I put her in the crate because or originally this isn't our crate, by the way. The woman was like, "I'll lend it to you," and she's like, "She'll never go potty in her crate." Well, and I would have never wrong. even used a crate. Here's the thing, which I we quickly quickly realized after this is we have to gauge dog to dog because I think we were getting like if you have a puppy maybe I think she was she's like I was not a crate dog 
And we were trying to day one be like, here's a new home. Here's two new people. Here's a crate. I guess so. But that's what was confusing where the woman who gave me her, who was the leader of the shelter, was like, her foster crated her. I've put her in her crate. She She doesn't go to the bathroom. She's the one who gave me the crate and I would have never fucking used it. And also apparently she's around two years old. So it's like putting a teen in a crate, which if I were a teen being forced to put in a crate, I would shit. I, I would, would be shit at a protest. Too. I'd be nervous and I'd shit and I feel fucking horrible. But again, everything I'm reading, it's like no matter what the age of the dog, their rescue, crate them for the f- first few nights because it's going to be overwhelming for them. Well, yeah. guess what? This was crate overwhelming for her. became more overwhelming than the house. Um, anyway, so later on that day, she was actually like really great. Like everything was fine. We we cleaned her up. We we got this like spray that's actually amazing for cleaning up shit. Anyway, so we cleaned her all up. Everything was fine. That night was we like we went in the car. We had this like outdoor comedy show, but we were far away from everybody. She was so good in the car. She was calm. She was great. And then we um, at night we didn't put her in the crate, but we didn't let her on the bed yet. Yes. And then we left the crate open. Yes. So she could come and go as she pleased. So she whined a bit, but eventually. It worked out. She went to her bed and she yeah. had a nice sleep. And we're like, huh. This is good. This is good. In the morning, oh my God, we had the best walk. She she had like a nice solid shit. Yep. She had a nice pee. We're like, everything's great. Rock solid. And then and then she had a messy poo inside. I'm like, oh. Which was crazy. Which yeah. is weird. I'm like, okay, that's like no warning. You know what I mean? Because normally she'd sniff around and, and let me know. I'm like, oh, yeah. you were just out. So we brought her outside. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to drive to the grocery store and I'm going to get her some rice, some pumpkin, some chicken stuff to help because she tummy. might have a little upset tummy. She might have a little upset tummy. Julia leaves. The dog proceeds to go next level, hyper insane. Um, starts having squirt diarrhea, like I, just because I, th- I think it was such. She was so like distressed that yeah, I was. There was gone. a lot going on for this poor little dog. So she ran around the house. She, I remember she looked at me and she squirted diarrhea all over the wall. <laughs> it was like yeah, it was like a laser, like hose, like super soaker dog. Um, which I'm like, okay, we'll go hang out in the backyard. Hang out in the backyard, squirt diarrhea, and then she starts puking. And then squirt, puke, squirt, puke, squirt, puke. I'm freaking out. Yeah, so Matt's texting me. I'm at Ralph's. You've been I'm gone like, for oh two seconds. And I'm like, this dog is falling apart. And then she's just like, she just looks exhausted. She just looks like starts getting down. And I'm like, we got big problems here. We, we talked to our friend who's a vet. She's so sullen. She's so depressed. She will not drink water. Yeah. She will not eat. She will not take a treat. Not even her favorite treat. Nothing. Like, oh my God. It was God. terrifying. So we talked to our friend who's a vet and he's like, yeah, you got to take this dog to a vet. It's a Sunday, of course. Yeah. This is when it happens. The only vet available that doesn't have an eight to 10 hour wait time. And we're talking emergency vets too around here. This is how fucked up everything is right, yeah. right now. Is in Diamond Bar, which is like out outside desert town. Gross, gross, gross. Twenty minutes don't, away. If you're from Diamond Bar, it's not your fault. Uh, yeah. Don't love it there. Maybe it is. Maybe don't you chose it. Don't know why you would. Diamond maybe Bar. maybe they moved there because they're like ah, the vets are just so. Uh, I can access I a can vet. Just get very in quickly. whenever I want. I have twenty dogs and I'd love to access a vet right now. But that's what happened. So we get in the car and we're like, we gotta take this dog to a vet because they're like, we open in twenty minutes. And if you get here, we might be able to see you immediately. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, get in the car. And the second we get in the car, I'm hysterical. I'm bawling my eyes out. I have never seen you like this. I don't remember the last time I've been like that. I see this poor dog is sick. And I'm just like, if this dog doesn't get better, I will not be able to forgive myself. I don't know what's happening. 
And yeah, I, lit- you- I literally had a flash of every dog I've had in my entire life. And everything is the dog that's passed away. I'd never been there when they passed. Right. So I'm like, now I have this dog and I might be there when it passes and it's my no. responsibility. And so I was just bawling. I was like hyperventilating. I was like, I need to save this dog. I love it, this dog. It was, it was a lot because it went from like, oh my God, we just had such a rough day and a rough night to like, oh, everything's better. Oh, well, good sleep. Oh, well, good morning yeah. to like, jinx jinx or like gotcha Gotcha. like it was just like a fucking (laughs) it was a crazy thing and then i think you hadn't fully processed what you had just been through this toronto thing that we'll get into that 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 whole commercial thing was such a mind fuck and then you're coming back to this new dog who is um more fucked up than anybody had ever told us yeah and so you're like i don't think i can do i this. was not in the right headspace and i think i yelled that multiple times you, yeah, you said, you're like i'm not in the right, head the right headspace. You're like, i can't do this this is not the right time for a dog and i'm like okay we'll figure it out we'll figure it out we just have to get her better and then we'll figure it out so meanwhile i'm like okay i need it we we can't we can't have this dog and the whole time the woman's like if anything where it doesn't like happens and it doesn't work out anything at all bring her back Bring her back within two weeks. I'll give you your money back. It's fine. We love her. Bring her back. Bring her back. So I was like, okay, we have an out. We're going to bring this fucking dog back first. Let's just make sure she's alive. Like we were both feeling crazy. So we bring her to the vet and we can't go in because it's COVID. So they take her in her little doggy crate and then they text or they call Matt. They're like, okay, we have to do an x-ray because we don't know what it is. They're like, that'll be like $450. We're like, fine, sure. Do the fucking x-ray. Also, it's like, dog dick hot it's so fucking hot we're hanging out in this parking lot in diamond bar california it's like a strip mall and there's like other people waiting for their pets and they're like finding the spots of shade in the parking lot so it's like this like shade competition everyone's trying to find the slight coolness and then in this plaza there's a dirty old bowling alley with like a bar with attached like, to yeah, it. yeah with a bar attached to it that has a little it tiny looked patio like the bar from like roadhouse yeah it looked like like a shittier lebowski bowling out it was bad either way like it was like one of those bars you walk into now where it's like this sign on the door says everyone must wear a mask and you walk in and no one's wearing a mask like not even the bartenders like it doesn't even matter um like one that would have like deviled eggs on behind the bar yeah so (laughs) we're like going there we're like let's get a drink whatever we've been here a couple hours and we sit in the patio we're 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 skimming over things like what did we skim over well once they said yeah we have to do an x-ray we there two two I two hours passed. Yeah. And in that time, no, we gotta go this chronologically. Okay, go. I am going. Don't okay. look at me like that. <laughs> I'm trying to tell I'm trying to tell my side of the story here. Um I called the woman to like be like, hi, it because I wanted to know, I'm like, maybe this dog does have like some sort of like underlying condition. Because that's the, the thing when they did the x-ray. They're like, we don't know what it is. So I called her because I had been texting her being like, she's not eating. She's not whatever, blah, blah, blah. Can you like help us in some way? No response. An hour later, once we had already like brought her to the vet, already brought her to the vet. Yep. Um, she's like, can you bring her to me? I'm like, no, we're bringing her to the vet. She's like, okay, let me know what's going on. So she calls me. She's like, "How? What's going on?" And I, I'm in hysterics. I'm telling her, I'm like, "I don't know." I'm like, "You weren't transparent with me when I asked you about her issues. You said, oh, she pulls a bit on the leash.' I'm like, she has such bad separation anxiety that she, she's fucking almost dying. Like, what are you talking about?" She's like, "I'll, I'll take her back if you want, but just so you know, in life, you can't always take a dog back. That's not what you can do every time." I'm like, "If that woman was in front of me, I would have clawed her fucking eyes out." 
And then I was like, I know. And then as I'm like talking with her, she's like, okay, it's, I'm sorry. It's everything's fine. She's like, do you need anything? Do you want me to stay on the phone with you? Do you want me to pray with you? Brutal. I'm like, I'll saying it now again makes me so angry anyway so that's what we were dealing with at first we pay, and i first of all we paced around the parking lot for a good hour and 20 minutes before we got this fucking beer at the roadhouse bar that's all i wanted to say it's not like oh our dog's at the vet let's get some beers like no it, this this was us being like uh, after an hour and a half being like what, yeah, what else can we can hours, do yeah <laughs> I said it was uh, two hours we spent there. And then, uh, yeah, the woman wanted us to, or you, to pray with her over the phone, which is insane. I don't know what, who that's for other than just her. Imagine you said yes. She's like, do you want me to pray with you? And she's like, and what I find, um, sometimes I just like to go for like a walk. Um, I like to like smell the flowers. I'm like, what flowers? I'm what like, walk? I'm pacing around a strip mall in Diamond Bar. So yes, I'm walking. And the only flower, the closest thing to a flower is the world's fucking biggest fly. Yes. Do you remember that fly? <laughs> it was enormous. It looked uh, like. <laughs> it was a house fly. It looked like a house fly, but like the size of a giant cockroach. It looked like a Lego fly. Like it looked <laughs> like it was made out of Legos. It was crazy. I've never seen a fly like that in my life. Side note, another wildlife thing that I saw that I didn't, I could barely mention because I was crying <laughs> while driving. We're driving to this vet and I'm just like, oh God, I hope this dog's okay. All I want is this dog to be okay. And then the car in front of me on the freeway, a possum falls out of the bottom of it and goes just bouncing down the freeway. Yeah. Like a possum had been tucked up in the yeah. car for like shelter or warmth. And it just fell out of the car. And I'm like, oh, God, I hope this dog, oh, my God, a possum. And then I look back at Julie. I'm like, did you see that? I'm like, I'm no, like, because I'm like <laughs> trying to like comfort our poor dog. It literally fell out and bounced across the highway. And everyone else beside me was like, whoa, look at that. And then I'm like, oh, they're like, whoa, look at you. Everything's crazy on the freeway today. It was anyway. It was bad. And after two hours, so Matt calls back me like, can I get the status of Shangela? And everybody's like, Shangelino? Like, nobody knows how no to say this No one can get dogs. her name. Also, when she asked you to pray with, with her, you should have said yes, but you're like, I am a Satan worshiper or like some sort of like dumb religion. I mean, in hindsight, I worship butter. Fine, it would have been fun to fuck around and be like, ooh, let's do a bit right now. But I was like, I am the dog. Yeah. And like, I didn't know. At that moment, I was like, we... And then also I was like, okay, well, what if this x-ray shows that she ate something and there's an obstruction? I know. I, cause I scoured the, I was, cause I have ant, I had ant traps around the house and I'm like, can a dog eat an ant trap? Like there's no, I've never known a dog to eat an ant trap. Ant traps don't look delicious. They look like little homes unless she thinks she has like a Godzilla syndrome or something and she wants to destroy tiny homes, which, you know, all the power to you. I'll buy you some dog treats that look like tiny buildings. Um, but there was nothing that she could have eaten. No, and there was no I was hand traps down. I was like, she's there's definitely something caught in her guts. But um, it was also because we watched her like a hawk. She was never out of our sight. And no. like, and this is not the kind of dog that just picks up random things and eats well, them. Well, stupid little idiot. She's a smart little bean. She's she's quite um, small. She's quite smart. She's quite small. She's quite cute. Yes. But but then we were looking up surgeries of like, okay, what if they do have an obstruction? It's like it ranges from seven to twenty thousand dollars. It was a, a crazy. Get. No, it was like five hundred to seven thousand dollars plus. Like, yeah, that is a crazy. Like, are you putting bionic lungs in this? Like, what do you what do you mean seven thousand plus? Also, what does that meanwhile, mean? Meanwhile, I'm texting this woman, being like, because it's like, I'm like, is there a policy here? Like, we've had this dog less than forty eight hours, and that was another thing. She's like, dogs get sick. Why is she getting an X ray? I'm like, oh my god, what? Budget? And she's like, no, we don't have out, insurance. Man. I'm like, I'll fucking kill you. And even if we did have 
pet insurance, and it doesn't kick in until two weeks later. Which, yeah, you know, rightfully so. It's like you're, we're driving to the vet being like, oh, yeah, I'd like insurance right now. Uh, yeah. Please, in the next five minutes. <laughs> no, no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. How are you? But but I'm saying even if like the day we got the dog, we got insurance, it still wouldn't have worked. So eventually they call back. They're like, yes, um, we didn't find an obstruction. Uh, we don't fully know what's wrong. They're like, I mean, it could be cancer. It could be some sort of gastroenter or whatever. Yeah. But they're like, that's very rare. It's probably just stress. Stress. She's dehydrated. So they're like, we can, you know, give her some fluid injections. We're like, great, let's do it. At first, they're like, we'll keep her overnight. I'm like, we're not fucking keeping this dog. Yeah, they're like, we'll put her like an, on an IV and keep her overnight. I'm like... Which that's I was happy because we were, we were like, no, 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 we're taking the dog right now. We're not leaving our dog here. And I was like, that's a sign that I'm growing as a, uh, a parent where I'm just like, I know what I, I know what I want for this young well, lad. Yeah. And the Ivy, and that would freak her out. I was picturing her waking up there like Goof. without us and being like, what the fuck is happening? Not going to hop on. Not to mention the IV was way more expensive. Oh, um, everything was very expensive. But uh, but it worked out, and we got the dog back, super sleepy, super sedated. She rested up. We, we like literally lay on the floor, just laid on the floor with her. her, stared at her, and then she ate a bit of the chicken I made. Yeah, we made her some chicken. We recovered her, and now I will say, a week later, she is the love of our lives, and. She may be a rescue dog, but she has rescued us emotionally. No, don't say that. Um, you could actually say that. No, she didn't rescue me from anything. But um, it was a wild first. It was crazy, hours. but it was like I don't know. It like bonded us. Yeah, because it bonded us, and also like we were him hon on, on whether we actually wanted a dog. Even when we had the dog, we're like, oh my god, this is a lot. I don't know. And then all of a sudden, we're like. The dog's in trouble, and we're both like, I love this dog. Well, exactly. And then also, because nothing ever goes as planned. And yes, I had expectations. And I'm annoyed that I asked a million questions about behavioral stuff, and this woman basically just told me, oh, the dog pulls a bit. Yeah. And not until the day before I was getting the dog was like, oh, by the way, she's never been alone. Like, that's very frustrating. But no matter what, you in life things aren't going to go as expected and this was a test and we had to go through something so hard at the beginning that i'm like okay well if we can do this then we can figure out her separation anxiety we can um help curb her barking she barks at fucking dogs on TV. We're watching like a Caesar Milan video about we're, separation anxiety. Yeah, we're literally trying to better ourselves as dog owners and trainers, and she cannot handle Caesar Milan. And well, because then she looks at the dog and starts barking at it. I'm like, well, that's a new thing. You just bark at dogs on the TV. Yeah, she's got a real high pitched bark. Yeah, that's the thing with rescues. I'm like, she's like pretty potty trained. She hasn't done anything in the house. We take her for juicy hot dumps, and she's really killing it across the neighborhood, pissing all over the place outside. Um, but there's is, with a rescue you're like well what is going to trigger you like what there's some sort of trauma there what is going to set you yeah. off so she it could like be cars beeping when they get locked and they honk. yeah there's like a beep in the distance and sh- that'll set her off you're like well what happened there it's like trying to peel an onion and each each layer stinkier and stinkier well we don't know her yet but no the the good outweighs the bad and she sleeps with with us in bed now and we it's, bought this silky little baby blanket that we like literally bundle her up like we, a baked potato yeah we just like nest her yeah it's very cute and it's then she'll nice. just snuggle up to you it's like come on like sometimes i just look at her i'm like you're so cute but then sometimes in the morning she gets like 
real real excited after her first morning dump and she just wants to play i mean i get like that too i just want to run around you feel light and fancy free um who wouldn't want to run after their morning dump but today she had her first play date with wilma another small dog and it went but well other than her barking in wilma's face a few yeah they were playing a whole bunch it's nice my my big resistance to to having a dog was i was like oh i don't want to fuck up my my routine i remember like before pre-dog pd if you must i was like waking up i'm like i have no responsibilities i can do whatever the hell i want but then i'd like sit and stare at my fucking computer and kind of not do anything for a bit before yeah. I actually got started. And I'm like, I could be using this time, which I do now, to raise a dog, to have a dog, to do dog things, to take him for a walk. It gives you, I, I like that it gives you a purpose to get outside. And you get know, outside. We, we get outside. We're like active, but like it gives you a bit of structure. And yeah. so you're like, okay, I only have this amount of time to do this now. And this is only the first week. Like she's going to settle in and it gives you a fucking project. It takes you out of your own head, which I really needed. Cause I was just so focused on like my own shortcomings and yeah. like doom and gloom. But like, it oh. brings life to the house. It Our does. house is full of life. Also, this is what I was thinking. Dogs are kind of like smoking. We, we have excuses to go outside every now and then. Mm-hmm. You know, we we have money invested in it. They make you stink. They make you stink. So it's like, if you don't smoke, just get a dog. Because now we have, we I have not had an excuse to just, I could have just been walking around or going outside every couple hours. Mm-hmm. But if you're a smoker, you're doing that. But if you're a dog owner, you're also kind of doing that at the same time. Is there a bit there? Am I a stand-up comedian still? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I will. <laughs> it is nice, especially like at at at, 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 at night. Having like a quick little, just like a little jaunt in the evening. Just a little jaunt. Get I'm some sure like three months from now, I'll be like, I'm fucking sick of going outside eight times a day. I will say I've seen a lot of this neighborhood I didn't think I'd ever see. You like memorize streets and corners. I know certain poles that she likes already to sniff, certain grass. There's like, I know her grasses now. I'll be yeah. like, this is the grass the you grass like. And she then likes she'll be like, on. yeah, okay, I'm going to take a shit on it. We took her to the park today for the first time. There were so many Canadian geese there. It's yeah. like, go back to your own country. Also, side note, if you're Canadian listening to this, they're much bigger down here. I don't remember the Canadian geese. It's like they fly south and they beef up. They get some of them were they huge, take like creatine, double the size. And they're at Gold's of benching, and they're just you know, like I was looking at a goose today, and I'm like, that's a lot of meat. I was like, actually, for the first time looking at a Canadian goose, being like, that's juicy. I know we that's should like we should eat them. I'm, but then we were talking about that. We're like, aren't they like protected as? <sighs> I don't know because we were saying your uncle made uh, goose, like a sausage, goose sausage, but did. Was it Canadian goose sausage or was it like Just goose like a, goose? Like a white like a goose. boiled goose. Like a like a farm goose. I don't know. We call those. A, a goose. Can you eat Canadian geese? Can, Can you? That sounds like a bare naked ladies song. Can you eat Canadian, Canadian geese? geese? No, I don't know. How, well, that's not. Slip dick rick a dick a dick it. Eating Canadian geese and your name is Ricky. Um, their meat is lean and does not lend itself to roasting. Okay. Um, stir fries even grinds them and fills casing makes Canadian goose sausage yeah yeah apparently they make a nice sausage so when you see a Canadian goose next you could be like look at all that sausage it's a lot of sausage meat sausage but you have around. to combine it with like a fattier meat in it because it'd be a really dry sausage yeah maybe like a bit of like pork fat or something I would never want to know the person that experimented with animal meats in order to find that out 
Do you know what I mean? Like, we always talk about those. We're like, who was the first person to eat a lobster? You might be, it had to be pretty fucked up to do that. And then, like, somebody had to, like, look at a goose and be like, kill it, eat it several different ways, and then land on sausage. To be like, you know what? Yeah, it's called, like, evolution, man, and uh, staying alive. But I feel like sausage is the last step. You're like, I tried everything. I filleted it. I boiled it. I grilled it. I did everything. It sucks. And they're like, let's put it in a sausage and go to bed. That's the meat man. That's what the meat uh, tasters. We'll never know. We'll never know who the person was. Was he a smart man? (laughs) I don't want to talk about this anymore. I don't know why. I don't know why this is boring me. Interesting. I got got so bored all of a sudden. Well, that's about the end of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's the worst thing to say. Yeah, that just, takes the steam out of everything. And you're the one with more improv training than me. I know, but I'm, I just got so hot all of a sudden. Is it hot in here? It's very hot, and I'm ready to wrap it up. I got so hot and so bored, and I was like, I I could stop you on this ramble, but... Uh, you're too hot and bored. I'm too Listen, hot and bored. Julia's hot and bored, and I hope that this podcast has made you, the listener, so hot and bored. Um, what, do you have one more thing? Um... I'm bored. No. Wow. <laughs> rude. Uh, no, it's just like we didn't. Yeah. No, you're right. You know what? Next time we, we have to, we have to take some notes and we have to, we have to have some structure because this yes. is, I think that's why I'm hot and bored because we're just like slapping around. Slap in the base. No. Also, I think I'm also annoyed because you've quoted two <laughs> annoying things. You went boiled goose and you went slap in the base. And I just, I don't this know This is why. the time to do it. I, listen, I can't quote other comedy things on stage or in any other medium. You do it at home all the time. Yeah, at home because this is like an at-home podcast. I could quote slap in the base from, is it I Love, I Love you, you, Man? Man, which is a terrible movie. But that's, that's like the, the one, one funny part, funny part and then Boiled Goose from uh, Lonely Island, which is a very funny... Boiled Goose. Yeah. It is very funny. I don't know why. I just... <laughs> I know. Well, here's the thing. I am strict on like... I try to c- create things online and for stage and stuff like that. That's all my own and not other things. Like I st- I'll see like other comedians like posting like memes and stuff like that. I'd be like, you didn't make that. Like your one job is to, to do something original. Yeah. But when I'm on a podcast, I can be hack as fuck. Slap the bass. Should we should we call our podcast Slapping the Bass? Slapping the Bass. And then I just play a different bass every podcast. And then you go, I'm hot and bored. <laughs> and then our dog goes. <laughs> hot and bored. It's that's, that's a good podcast name. That's not bad. Also, very quick side note, just like a very fast, well, that was stupid. Um, I checked my Facebook page, like my fan page. Uh, I never, I don't get messages a lot anymore, but I got one. I'm like, oh, okay. So I was like, maybe it's a fan. Checked it. And this guy had found like one of my tweets literally from five years ago about Trump saying something about his asshole eyes. I don't know. It, it was a bad, it was, wasn't even a good tweet. Not like not even a lot of likes, nothing. And he's like, why don't you make fun of your own prime minister? Which was in quotes, like, like a prime minister doesn't even exist. He's like, why yeah. don't you make fun of your own prime minister? Um, something like you liberal Canadian witch called me a liberal Canadian witch and I laughed so hard 
and I, my next comedy album, I'm literally going to call it Liberal Canadian Witch. You heard it here first, listener. You heard it here first. Or if you're the guy that made that comment, imagine he listens to our podcast and he's like, finally, I get the mentions I deserve. He absolutely doesn't. And then I just responded with two hearts and he responded with two fuck you emojis. And then I responded with two like heart smiley emojis. And then he responded with, you know what? I'll leave you alone. Maybe you're not that bad after all. See, you're and killing then, it. And then he waited like a full day and he's like, wait, are you like a bot or a real person? And I might just at one point, maybe maybe five years from now, respond, I'm a witch. You should respond in a long amount of time. Five years is great. Because he, Seven's he, even funnier. He dug up a fucking five-year-old tweet, so I just want to wait for a long time. And then Deathbed is the funniest. You're dying. Or he's dying. He's dying on his deathbed, and then he gets a notification on his phone, and it's just you going, I'm, I'm a, a witch. witch. And then he goes, oh. oh we scared our dog with our witch laughs ladies and gentlemen and everybody thank you very much for listening to whatever the hell this was of course we'll be back next week we gotta be we got the equipment i'm invested i have a libsyn account and i I pay for it every month so i might as well post a podcast on it that's a promise we're making to you the listener next week will be more structured yes and we'll have better riffs slap the bass Slap the bass is fine. I was, it's not your fault that I'm hot and bored. Yes. Listen, let's go turn the air conditioning on and get out of here. Thanks for listening, everyone. Oh, wait. Wait. Where can they find you, Matt? They know. No, no, no. But wait. On Shan- Twitter. I know they can find you on Twitter. But a big announcement. Uh, Shangela, our dog, has an Instagram account. So follow her at Shangela the dog on Instagram. Try not to. I dare you. It's I impossible. dare you. I fucking dare you. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye.